hey y'all welcome 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 to the first ever episode of bearing souls where vulnerability leads us to limitless healing my name is cindy and i'm going to be your host so since this is the first episode i decided to do a little get to know me type thing so you know who your host is where they've been what they've been up to that type of thing so like i already said my name is cindy i was born and raised in uganda kampala uganda and i currently live in the united states um okay so i wanted to talk about something from my childhood i want to say so i write and if you've read (laughs) the things that i write you know that i really don't have a like recollection i don't remember a lot about my childhood but i just wanted to share one childhood memory where i felt like i was the happiest ever in my childhood life and that was my ninth birthday because i am born in april okay i'm an aries (laughs) i feel like i'm having potential adhd and having a solo podcast is going to be crazy but anyway i'm an aries and i was born in april so you know how easter falls in april yeah my my ninth birthday to be exact was on an easter sunday and i had never felt love like i felt that day i honestly cannot forget it people there were so many people at our house but also it was so many people at our house all the time but it was so special because it was my birthday everyone came with gifts you guys i was so excited that i had my mom put all my gifts right above my pillow so i could sleep with them in my bed (laughs) maybe actually i don't think gifts is my love language i just think that the fact people the fact that people came out for me just really meant so much to me anyway um things that i liked i am going through i'm going like i'm following a list so please bear with me things that i liked to do when i was young i was a very active child i was in gymnastics i used to run both like the short runs like 100 meters was it and then also cross country and i was a swimmer I was a bad kid man not bad as in bad but i used to do a lot i love it for me and then growing up i'm <laughs> oh dear i'm really i don't do anything active like i'm so inactive i don't go to the gym i don't run anymore i try to swim in the summer because obviously that's when it's like warm enough and that's when the pools are open but other than that i am not really an active person and i mean i guess that sucks for me but i'm not complaining yet so things that i like to do currently honestly resting but let me tell you why so i live in the i live in the u.s and i don't really have friends that are in my state that i live in so a lot of the time if i'm not working i'm doing school work and i'm busy so when i get downtime i just want to rest and do nothing <laughs> so um what i like to do is rest i all i enjoy reading here and there i feel like i've also gone down on that mostly because i'm in school and i have a lot more stuff to read but um i enjoy reading i love to spend time with my friends and family i have like if i could count i feel like six friends but i have a lot of family and i spend a lot of time with my family i also have a lot of family in the u.s so traveling state to state is something that i've been doing a lot 
and that brings me a lot of joy like i don't care spend, i don't care about spending that money because i'm going to get quality time with my loved ones um what else what else okay it talks about my hobbies i think that's i'm 28 who if anyone wanted to know i feel like they say that women like you're not supposed to ask a woman how old she is or whatever me i'm so excited about growing i feel like i've become more wise and emotionally intelligent as i've grown and i just know it's not going to stop it's going to keep coming and i want that for me so i'm not afraid of growth of like old age and growing i'm 28 i'm almost 30 and i know that's going to be the best decade ever for me um what else i'm really see i really like to help people i'm really passionate about helping people and i think that comes from like quote-unquote people pleasing disease well people pleasing quote-unquote disease um but i really i'm really passionate about helping people and like just helping (laughs) and that really is the reason we have my favorite 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 segment that's going to come at the end and that's an advice segment where I asked a few people on Instagram to, you know, share with me a scenario, a situation that they would like advice on. And we're going to get into that. But that's going to be at the end. So um, let's go ahead and get into the first topic. So for the first topic, I wanted to talk about vulnerability because I wanted I want to just kind of like lay a foundation for the platform and I want to walk you through my experience on how um, I came from not being able to speak my feelings my thoughts how I felt in certain situations and becoming someone that I feel that I just feel like nothing can stop me from speaking my mind anymore so um as some of you know the ones who have read my my writing (laughs) you know that i've since my childhood i've been the kind of person that suppresses my feelings and just really generally in fear of being seen and being loved for who i am i don't know i just felt like people wouldn't love me if i wasn't pleasing them or doing what they thought was right for me you know what i mean people pleasing and I feel like every t- every time I tried to be vulnerable or open up, for some reason, somewhere, somehow, I felt shut down. And that just really made me suppress all my emotions and my feelings. And I just want to let you know that if you're scared about opening up, about talking to people about how you feel, you're not alone. And the hard part, I mean, it might be an easy part, but also it's the hard, uh, it was the hard part for me at least, is the fact that it begins with you. You have the power to change that. I don't know if you're going to receive this as a good thing or a bad thing, but, you know, good news and bad news, it starts with you. Being vulnerable to others can only happen if we're vulnerable to ourselves. And by that, I mean being honest to ourselves about how we feel and embracing our inner beings, our true self and our fears. Um, Like I said earlier, the reason why I wasn't able to open up to people about how I felt is because I was scared of being seen. Like, and um, this is in my past, 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 like 
over a decade ago. <laughs> so you can't hold that against me now. Anyway, um, yeah, I was just really scared of being seen and it made me feel like I wouldn't be loved for who I am. So that really just made me, you know, come back into my shell. But when I started opening up, I feel like I started to open up more at like 25. Imagine, imagine going through a whole, is that not a silver jubilee? <laughs> a whole silver jubilee and not being able to open up. That was me. But I feel like I started to open up more at 25. But I also think that's because that's when I joined, started going to therapy you're forced to talk to someone. Like, if you don't want to waste your money, you have to open up and talk to someone. So that's kind of what really helped me. And I'm so grateful for that journey. I'm grateful that I started that journey. And it has changed my life in so many ways. Anyway, back to being vulnerable. Um, what It also allows you to accept yourself for who you are. Like, once you go deep inside, like, within, inward, and identify the things that you love and things that you really, you know, that your fears, it helps you accept yourself. And I hope that you do accept yourself and don't like, don't be too hard on yourself. I hope that you can hold yourself with grace when you're trying to be vulnerable. I hope that you are patient with yourself. It doesn't come easy. It's not going to happen overnight, but you know, it's going to get better. I also wanted to let you know that vulnerability helps us improve our emotional resilience, kind of like character development. Because <laughs> sometimes you open up about your feelings and it's not you're not going to get the results that you needed or like the results that you were looking for. But that doesn't mean you should stop opening up. I feel like that just goes to show you that what's the worst that could happen, you know? Like, okay, I opened up. And it might not have gone how I wanted it to go, but at least you feel like a relief once you re once you release. Like you feel like you just let um, a weight off your shoulder. So I would like to just encourage you to be more open about how you feel. And I also want to preface, well, not preface because I'm in the middle of my jazz, but <laughs> um, just to say that it you have. It's easier to be open around people that you feel comfortable. So it's not just going around opening your mouth. <laughs> I hope I'm not being too, like, harsh. Anyway, um, a vulnerability requires us to get out of our comfort zones. And that's something that really, really scared me in the past. Like, I was so scared of... I'm going to keep saying this, but I was so scared of being seen. Like, I just felt like they're going to see what I'm truly feeling. Okay, it's coming to me now. I used to feel like the person is going to see what I'm truly feeling and they're going to deny me what I'm asking for. I don't know what caused that. I can't even go back to try and debunk my childhood. <laughs> but we're in the present and that's what we're going to focus on. Yes, I felt like I was... The, the person I would be opening myself up to would listen to what I'm trying to ask for and then deny me exactly what I'm asking for because they have the upper hand kind of but at the end of the day I have the upper hand because I'm being strong enough to open up so whether this person is going to give it to me or not is up to them I can control that I control my part of the equation kind of 
I can't control what someone else has to say. I mean, what someone else's response is going to be to my um to my request or like to my yeah, to my request because it's essentially just telling someone what you need and opening up. So you can only control so much. You can only control your part of it and I know it comes with a lot of like courage opening up, but I want to just encourage you to start at least start with someone that you trust i think that's where that's a good place to start starting with someone that you trust and then just talking to them or even better yet if you're able to i would say going to therapy that has really helped me it has really helped me overcome the shame you know that surrounded being vulnerable you know when i openly have the discussions about the uncomfortable feelings or experiences that i've had i feel like i'm starting to like break the barriers of shame that surround them and that has that's what therapy has done for me so i hope that with this you're able to go out there and just say what you're feeling and don't be afraid about what anyone else is going to say and it might be scary but it's going to be okay. I actually wanted to tell you guys a story because it's not even about relationships or you know personal life. I recently had a job interview scheduled and I was terrified. I was so scared to attend this interview and it wasn't even I wasn't even scared that they're going to ask me questions about their role that I don't know. It's not that the company is a big company and I'm so intimidated by that. I was mostly scared that they wouldn't like me. <laughs> and I know that's so crazy, but I was mostly scared that they wouldn't like me. But I just want to let you guys know that I went to the interview and they loved me. Like I just went and told myself I'm going to go and be myself and if they don't like me, it's going to it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not the only job in the world. And they loved me and I got the job. So Facing your fears is what's going to get you ahead in life. Yes, so um, that's all I wanted to say about vulnerability. So then we're going to go into the next topic. So um, another thing about, this is the second topic, but I want to segue. <laughs> um, another thing that vulnerability requires you to do is to be honest honest and that obviously that's beginning with you you have to be honest with yourself and you have to be you know honest about how your actions are affecting your life and how the decisions that you're making in life are affecting your current you know your current state and that brings me to the next topic of my journey to being sober at least trying to be sober but we're going to get into that. My journey to being sober and relating that to my healing journey. So back in February, I decided to stop drinking. And I decided to do that because I felt like, well, first of all, I was I, me and alcohol are not really friends. So I was getting terrible hangovers from like two drinks and my body wasn't just processing the alcohol, I guess, the right way. So I decided to stop. But also... I felt like it was hindering it was like a very it was a coping mechanism for me and 
well a, a bad coping mechanism if i might if i do say so myself and um i decided to just you know put the bottle down for a minute and understand like why i was depending on alcohol to kind of like just not be present in my mind and yeah i want to talk about that so it started with like a commitment to wanting to change and that commitment it wasn't easy i know i i say a lot that i'm not i'm not a, a drinker but also putting down something that you've become accustomed to can't be easy so i want to say it wasn't easy for me and i know a lot of people you know when i came out and said i had gone a month a lot of people reached out to me and they were telling me how they were trying to do the same but it's not easy that they'll go out and end up drinking like having a drink or two but then say at home they won't have a drink and everyone's journey is different like for me i just feel like i had to just wake up in the morning and be like i'm not doing this again um so i was able to go the whole of well feb to march march to april april to may i was able to go 3 months without the liquor and and then i had a cheat day the other day for my friend's graduation but anyway um i just want to say that that whole experience was it was so beautiful i'm telling you right now you guys i'm not trying to force you <laughs> that's not my place that's not my responsibility but it was so beautiful to have a sober mind and just be able to run my life sober that felt really good and what was also really helpful in that time was my support system my sisters and best friend um who were like really there for me like they'd call me would be on the phone and then they'd be taking shots and honestly i love it so much and the fact that they weren't like forcing me you know how ugandans are and when you tell them you're not trying to drink and how they're trying to force the liquor down your throat i feel like the people around me weren't doing that um and i really appreciate that for i really appreciate them for respecting that boundary and it's a lifestyle change that you know like i said it can be challenging to make the commitment but i feel like it's really worth it waking up on like how many weekends are those 3 months you guys do that math waking up all those weekends and having an, a hangover was the best thing that ever happened to me and just knowing that i could i'm able to just wake up and decide not to do something that gave me so much power because honestly i was scared that i might have an addictive uh personality but this goes to show that i was just scared and i can do anything i put my mind to so um healing and sobriety that was this that's the topic it hasn't been an easy journey i did sleep a few a week ago about a week ago but that doesn't mean that that doesn't like erase the work that i had been doing before and it doesn't also take away it doesn't mean that i'm going to just go back into the habits that i was doing at the beginning of the year or last year it just shows that i'm able to get, like i can go back into it but i have the self control like i'm i'm able to control myself and that's like the that was the point of me doing what i what i did like me saying that i'm not going to drink anymore 
the point was to know that I had self-control and I'm glad that I know that I have it now and I don't have an addictive personality. And I'm really thankful for my, to myself for that. So yeah, if you're looking to quit, whatever it might be, drinking, smoking, whatever it might be, just know that you have the power within you. You can do it. And I feel like that's the most difficult thing. It's very, very easier said than done that um it starts with you you have the power da, 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 da. it's way easier said than done but it really starts with you you just have to make the decision that you don't want to do something anymore and stop doing it because no one is going to ask you to stop like unless it's someone that you're having it, it's like a very deep relationship that you're having with this person and it's affecting you and it really like the person is affected by how you're treating yourself but even then i feel like i know a few people who i feel like they could be affect, like affecting themselves with the things that they do but i can't make that decision for them you know what i mean so just you just have to make the decision and i can't even say any more to that. i can't even add to that it's just something that you have to wake up and do if you want to do it and i'm not trying to say that you should do it now you should do it tomorrow you have to do it you just have to do it when you're ready no pressure um that brings us to the end of the second topic obviously as the episode i mean as the show goes on we'll come back to these topics and discuss them as they go but i just wanted to touch on these topics because it's something that i i am personally going through I don't want to like bring things here that I haven't gone through and start lying. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get into my favorite segment. Okay, so for the advice question today, we have someone struggling with something in a friendship. Okay, so this is the message. Hey, Cindy, I've been struggling with trust issues in my friendship. I have known this girl for four months now, but I find it hard to fully trust her and it's causing strain and anxiety. How can I address these trust issues and rebuild trust in our friendship? Um, Rebuild? So like was the trust there four months ago when you just met her or are you just asking to find a way to build the trust? Honestly, I'm going to give you two answers. First is what... I would do, but second is what I think you should consider doing. Personally, I would trust my gut. If I've just met a friend, it's only been four months, and my gut is still in, like, you know, trust issues, I think, mostly, besides, like, past, you know, situations or, like, experiences, trust issues come from, it's like a gut feeling, like, why do I, why do I not trust you? I've had friends for four months before, like, my friends of five years, six years now, I had known them for four months at a time, and we still stayed friends, so if it's, if you're at the four-month mark, and you're already having trust issues, honestly, trust your gut, there's so many other people in this world who can be your friend, um, or friends, I feel like you should just trust your gut, but also, like logically speaking, I think that maybe something must have might have happened in the past that is leading you to not trust this person. So I think just sitting down and analyzing why you're feeling the way you're feeling might help. And then also again repeating communication. If 
the way you're feeling like if you can't think back to a time that is kind of like leading to this trigger then it might just be the person so i think communicating is going to be really helpful instead of just cutting her off or like i said trust your gut and don't be that person friend that person's friend i still think you need to talk to them regardless so being open about it and talking to her is really or them boy or girl i don't know uh, talking to them is going to be really helpful and depending on how that conversation goes i want to let you know that there's so many other people in let me not even just generalize and say the world there's so many other people in that city that you live in because I, I don't know what city you live in but there's so many people that can be your friend and you don't have to go through anxiety and like uncertainty i guess in this friendship if it's just going to bring you stress like if the conversation doesn't fix anything go ahead and leave her that's what i would do me i would just trust my gut and tell her i'm sorry i'm feeling some type of way <laughs> yeah i really i really hope that helps i know i'm laughing but yeah trust your gut and also communicate and let her know how you're feeling and remember to communicate with i feel like this instead of you because i don't even know if the person did anything i really hope that helps and i look forward to you know getting feedback and i really hope that you get to figure it out and i wish and hope that you get to make more friends <laughs> thank you for listening and we have come to the end of our first episode thank you so much for coming on the ride with me yeah thank you so much for listening and i will see you guys next week or you'll hear from me next week bye